Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snack Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. Jags fans, this is another Jags podcast. This is brought to you by Overtime Network and SB Nation. We are proud to be here with you today. You can follow us on Twitter at Another Jags Pod. We're on Instagram and we're also on YouTube. So make sure you follow us. We'll be hitting the live show up later this week. If this you're new to the show, this is a fan show. It's all about you guys. Uh, we hit your comments, we hit your questions, and everything is all about you guys. After a great win and going one and two this week, after beating the Titans. There's a lot going on in the Jags world nowadays, and this is our daily mailbag, little quick hitters where we hit on your questions and we hit on the news of the day. And basically right now, it's all about Minshew Mania and Jalen Ramsey. We've talked to death about both of the things, and all of our podcasts are entirely about most of those things for the last week. But uh, we're actually known around here for our film breakdown. So this Daily Mailbag is going to be all about breaking down the film and what we shown and what Filippo showed on the offensive side of the ball against the Titans. So let's jump right into it. Thanks to a wind guard forced fumble by Adoree Jackson on the Jaguars' first punt of the game, the Jaguars were able to get the ball really close to the goal line. I think it was like, I think it was the seven-yard line. So after the fumble recovery, the Jaguars go out there and this is what happens. Play action. Minshew wide for the touchdown O'Shaughnessy. So obviously it was a great play coming out of the gate, but let's look at why this play worked and let's look at why it was so successful. There's, I think there's more layers to it than, than people like to admit. First of all, you got to remember Jacksonville is known for a team that runs the ball on first down every single play. We're known for that. We're a team that trusts in the running game and wants to establish the running game to set up the run. So to come out with a play action on this first play, was beautiful, a beautiful, beautiful call. They're going to come out in what's called 21-I formation, meaning basically there's two running backs and there is one tight end lined up uh, to the tight on the line of scrimmage to the left. Um, we would call this 21-I form Y tight left, right? And basically this is just setting up the strong side uh, to the left, right? And Which is important because the ball is on the left hash, so although the hashes are small in the NFL and not that big of a difference, uh, that does set up the strength to what's called the boundary side of the field if you're the defense. All right, so they um, they have basically, we call it two backs in the game, but really the fullback is Jeff Swaim. Jeff Swaim's lined up directly behind Minshew, and O'Shaughnessy lines is lined up tight on line scrimmage. Marquise Lee, I believe is who it is, and I think DJ Chark are lined up in twins to the right. 
And it looks like the Titans are in man coverage. Okay, they played a lot of man coverage against us in this game. They're in what's called an overfront, meaning the strong side three technique is lined up to the weak side of the formation. But honestly, it's hard for me to really know because I don't know who the Titans have declared as their strong side three technique. I I am not sure. So it appears they're in an overfront. But basically, they have one, two, three, four, five guys um, at the line of scrimmage, which is what you can expect in the I formation. Their linebackers are playing pretty close, about five yards to the line of scrimmage. Uh, both of the DBs are in press against the Twins outright. And you have uh, their free middle field safety is basically playing on the goal line. So you have every single player on their team lined up within the first seven yards, which if you're expecting a pass, you don't do. If you're expecting a run, you do. Jaguars are in I formation. Minshew snaps the ball. He turns right for a handoff, okay? And in week one, the Minshew was in there. We actually saw a couple plays where he actually turned the wrong direction on the play action, and it really hurt him because it didn't fake the defense at all. But looking at what happens here, basically it freezes everyone. The free safety comes down to the one-yard line. The linebackers are all now at the line of scrimmage. Every linebacker is at the line of scrimmage. And what's interesting is Marquise Lee is showing block. O'Shaughnessy is literally engaged in a block. And DJ Chark looks to be running around on the outside of the field. At this point, the Titans, when they see that Minshew is not hitting the ball, is thinking they're in trouble. Basically, O'Shaughnessy leaks out of the backfield and is wide open. O'Shaughnessy was actually engaged with Harold Landry, a lot of guys that the Jaguars wanted to draft out of Boston College, um, outside linebacker, and Landry bit hard and who can blame them i mean we're the jaguars we run the ball every first down that's what happens so that's why this play was so successful it really i'm glad they came out of the turnover with a big play and they scored a touchdown that really got the momentum in our favor it's an easy catch for james o'shaughnessy great play call by dave filippo uh great read by Minshew. i mean this is easy as it gets i mean this is backyard basic football 101 love to see it All right, let's move on to the next big play that happens on the literally next drive. So the Jaguars uh, get the ball back. Um, They hold the Titans, make them punt. The Jaguars are driving the ball. They get the ball to about their own 48-yard line. So they're on the verge of midfield. It's first and 10, and the Jaguars are looking at moving the ball across midfield. Uh, Then we get this play. Here's one downfield, and it's caught by Westbrook. All right, so I love this play because it goes for about, you know, 20-some-odd yards down to D.D. Westbrook. And they're in the exact same formation that they were in on the touchdown with James O'Shaughnessy. They're what we call 21-I formation. But now we have an offset fullback. So now Jeff Swain, instead of being directly behind Minshew in the I formation, he's lined up offset. So he's lined up to Minshew's left. Again, this is declaring the strength of the field to the left. They are on the left side of the hash. This is twice in a row they've done this. Okay, now, if the defensive coordinators were smart, they would have been expecting a play action here because it was the exact same down and distance, first and 10, the exact same formation, and the exact same situation that they were in when they ran the play action on the first drive. But it's hard in game to analyze all these things. That's what separates the good coaches from the not-so-good coaches. So they're lined up in the exact same formation. they got the twins out to the right. They have DJ Chark lined up this time in the slot, and they have D.D. Westbrook lined up out wide, and he's off the line of scrimmage. This time, though, Tennessee's learned their lesson. They also have their five-man front on the line of scrimmage. This time, they have a defensive tackle lined up head up directly over Linder. 
Okay. Then they have two, three techniques, and then they have a three eye technique. All right. This is a kind of like a, a hybrid. I guess this is an under front with the. It's hard to really call what this is because they have their two outside linebackers lined up in the nine techniques, um, looking to blitz. And it seems like this is what they did every time we had two running backs in the backfield. Again, Jeff Swain in the backfield. Their uh, two inside linebackers are playing again about five yards off, and look, they look to be in man coverage again. Uh, it could be like a soft cover three, but it look, appears to be a man at this point. So what they're going to do is they're going to snap the ball. Again, same situation. Minshew turns to his right, fake hands off to Leonard Fournette. So DJ Church going to run like a 10-yard out, and D.D. Westbrook's going to run like a 12-yard corner route. Gardner Minshew passes up Leonard Fournette just running to the flat, just running to the sideline out of the play action. He could have hit Fournette, probably would have gained 8 to 10 yards, no doubt, from Fournette on the easy pass. No risk, hands down. However, he goes for the difficult pass. He throws the hard pass. Again, this is like, appears to be some sort of soft cover three or a, a cover one. The safety kind of comes over and, and tries to make a play on the ball, and Minshew drops the ball directly over the defender, directly between Malcolm Butler and Kevin Biard. It's like a perfect pass and just drops it in right between the two. Westbrook makes a great catch. Great read. I mean, it's a ballsy throw. I mean, that's a ballsy throw out of Minshew and it's kind of like Nick Foles-esque is what I called that because Nick Foles is known for passing up the safe route concept and going deep and going far and going down the field. And that's where he gets the nickname BD Nick. You know what I'm saying? So that's what it comes from. Minshew shows that same thing and you don't see that poise coming a lot from the offensive player super surprised by that great again read that's i mean it's a good play call by de filippo because again he's not running the ball on first down which is what all of us hate to see uh but he is dropping the ball in perfectly and then that's Minshew. so good good call good play there i liked it well done jaguars all right yeah this is a short mailbag we're gonna take a quick break and then we're gonna jump right back into dissecting a couple more plays and seeing what john de filippo drew up against the titans we'll be right back all right, welcome back to another Jags podcast. This is the Daily Mailbag for Tuesday, September 24th. Uh, thank you guys for listening. We appreciate you. Make sure you follow us on Instagram. We are at another Jags pod. We, I mean, we post great videos, stories, everything. When you're going through your feed, you can get some sweet Jaguar footage. Twitter, we're the most active on Twitter um, out of all the social media sites. And again, uh, thank you guys for listening. We're doing a quick daily mailbag, just kind of breaking down the formations and the offense that D. Filippo did that worked. Uh, so it's kind of more of the X's and O's of it. It's a little in detailed and a little in-depth, and it may not be for everybody, but uh, it's what we enjoy doing, so uh, it's what we'll do. All right, we're going to skip ahead to the Jaguars' second touchdown. And uh, it's, it sounded a little something like this. So they weren't even real sure that he could be the backup in preseason. Here's one for the end zone. Chark, he's got it. Touchdown, what a throw. But DJ Chark, who has been their big play guy now for two plus weeks, I mean, this ball's dropped in perfectly. So you can hear Troy Aikman there talking about how the ball was dropped in perfectly by Gardner Minshew. And if it, without a good throw, the play never happens. And that's what really makes the play. Although it was a good play call. And I'll show you why here. And although it was a good play call, I mean, this was absolutely horrendous defense by 
the Titans. I was standing in the sky patio um, deck, and I had a I had the I had the rear view of this play. Like I'm, I was watching it from behind the Jaguars. I looked at the way that the Titans came out, and I tapped the guy next to me, and I said, "They're about to throw a vertical to Chark." And it's not because I can meet read minds because I absolutely cannot. Look at how the Titans came out. I'm going to try to explain it to you here. Okay, so the Jaguars are in what we call 11-gun formation. Minshew's in the gun. Fournette's to his right. O'Shaughnessy is in the wing tight end position to his left. They have twins out to the left. They have DJ Chark out wide. They have Chris Conley in the slot to the left. And then they have, I think that's Marquise Lee out to the right. Um, I can't really tell from the side view. But the Titans come out in their traditional under front. They have brought an inside linebacker to the A-gap, and they have brought a middle linebacker to basically three yards off the line of scrimmage. They're in obviously cover one. You have Malcolm Butler manned up with DJ Chark, at the far left side of the field. You have one deep free safety who's playing 15 yards off, which is what you would expect in the cover one. And then the other corner is in press. Maybe uh, Dory Jackson, maybe over there in press press coverage. Their cover one robber safety is lined up a yard off of the other linebacker. So they basically have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven guys in the box. Two defensive backs and a nickel back manned up press coverage at the line of scrimmage. That means there's 10 guys within five yards of the line of scrimmage, leaving one deep free safety. It's third and nine. It's third and nine. So maybe they're trying to bring pressure and they maybe can get an interception. Maybe that's what they're hoping because they're on the 22-yard line and they don't want to give up a field goal. But your only read here, your only read here is to throw it to Chark on a vertical or to Marquise Lee on a vertical at the top of your screen. Those are literally your only reads in the situation. And I don't think other teams are going to make this mistake throughout the year because Chark showed what he can do. All right, at the snap, basically, you have all three of your receivers running vertical. O'Shaughnessy does release flat. Um, for whatever reason, just to kind of give a scare. But Minshew is locked in on Chark right away. The linebackers, they try to bracket Conley in the middle of the field. Uh, basically, Lee and Westbrook have man coverage where they're man-turned them, basically meaning the DBs are not looking at the quarterback. They don't know when the ball is going to be thrown. They're going to be playing the receiver's eyes and try to play through the hands. Minshew throws a perfect ball. Perfect ball, drops it into Chark, and Chark makes a great catch. Horrible, horrible play call on defense by the Titans. Because look, I understand if you're going to play press man on third and nine in a cover one, then I'd expect you to bring maybe two guys. The Titans, they brought one linebacker for six guys to block. That's six guys blocking five, and you're going to play press man on third and nine. That's terrible, terrible play call. And the Jaguars capitalize off of it. And it's it's great because for so long, the Jaguars team were never a team to capitalize on terrible defensive formations like that. But Minshew and Chark were able to do it. But Chark's not done. Then he gave us this gem. 
Going for it on fourth down didn't work. Minshew downfield, and the pass is caught by DJ Chark. So if you couldn't tell, um, Buck didn't, Joe Buck didn't tell you, but uh, there was about a 25-yard completion from Minshew to Chark. Um, this is on the Jaguars, first and 10. They're on their own 20-yard line. You're going to start to see a familiar pattern here, and this is kind of what I wanted to talk about in this podcast was the John Filippo going outside of the box of what he did in the first two games, and that put Minshew in a position to win. Again, we're here on first and 10. This is traditionally a run play for the Jaguars, and every team that watches film knows this is what we do. Guess the formation. 21-I form, of course. Offset fullback. O'Shaughnessy's lined up tight right. Swaim is lined up to the left. Minshew is under center. And this time we don't run twins. This time we run one wide receiver. We have Chark to the right. And we have D.D. Westbrook to the left. So if you're thinking, if you're the Titans, you're thinking, all right, this is a run play. They want to try to establish the run. They want to try to set up the pass with play action here on first down. The Titans come out with their exact same formation, their base formation where they come up with the guy with the D tackle lined up head up on Linder, two guys in the three technique, and then two guys in the seven technique. Five guys line along scrimmage. They have a linebacker that's cheating toward the line of scrimmage at the snap and another linebacker who's playing five yards off. This gives us, again, seven guys inside the box. You have one safety who is playing uh, within 10 yards. He's playing at nine yards. If your one high free safety is playing at nine yards, you are expecting a run. They could be in a cover one. There's probably going to end up being a cover three. Um, but it's, it, it is, that's their lined up in that. Basically, you have one-on-one coverage on the outside with the wide receivers. Minshew sees this and sees it as an, example, or an opportunity uh, to take advantage. All right, at, okay, they're in straight cover zero. This is straight cover zero. They're playing man up everywhere. They're going to blitz everyone besides the three defensive backs, the two corners and the safety. Everyone else is coming at Minshew. Minshew doesn't even waste time on the play action. This is such a cerebral play by Minshew. I call him cerebral so much because he is. Fournette is alligatoring the ball with his arms like he's trying to expect to play action. No ball there. Minshew says, you know what, I don't have time for this. Um, one of the Titans linebackers realizes too late that it's not a run play and tries to, and two of them actually try to recover and it doesn't work out. Obviously, um, this gives uh Minshew a chance to hit a receiver in one-on-one and just like he's done all game, he's going to hit shark on a vertical route one-on-one and guess what happens? Malcolm Butler gets beat again by DJ shark. Malcolm Butler had a bad, bad day. DJ charges his little dance on the ground and uh, all is well in Jaguar land. All right, we're going to get one more play here on this mailbag. Okay, this play was beautifully drawn up by John Filippo, so I had to get to it. Uh, it, was, it looks good. It, it had the potential to be a touchdown, uh, and then this happened. Just under 4,800 pass yards last year. Here's one floated for Westbrook. A drop. And Minshew just lay it out there as he does beautifully. So, obviously, we all remember the D.D. Westbrook drop in the end zone. So, let me paint this picture for you a little bit here. The Jaguars are lined up on about the 22-yard line. They're on the right hash. They're in 11-gun formation, one tight end, one running back. O'Shaughnessy is on the right tight line scrimmage. They have two by one, meaning they have two wide receivers to the left and one wide receiver to the right. They have 
DJ Chark lined up at the bottom of the screen. They have T.D. Westbrook lined up in the slot and Chris Conley lined up off the line of scrimmage to the right. Now, if you're expecting this play, the Titans, it's 14-0. You have not been stopping the Jaguars offense on third down at all and to this point. It's third and four. Guess what formation the Titans come out in? They come out in that same cover one. How are you not learning your lesson? Is Minshew really going to carve up your zone? Are you that worried about Minshew carving up your zone that you have to come out and play cover one every single time you're trying to get a stop? But this time, John DeFlippo has a little bit different because, look, he's thrown the verticals at him multiple times. So you can't just run straight down the field every single time. You have to kind of change it up. So I like what DeFlippo does here. So at the snap, okay, he was releasing everyone vertical, uh, so it appears, okay? DJ Chark does a little slant step showing Malcolm Butler that he's going to slant to the middle of the field. Now, this is where man coverage gets very difficult. O'Shaughnessy is releasing vertical. Conley is releasing vertical on the, at the top of the screen. And now D.D. Westbrook is going to run a little wheel route, and basically they're going to flip responsibilities between him and D.J. Chark. This is going to destroy a man coverage. Absolutely destroy. Great play call by Flippo. Had Westbrook run the wheel, Minshew drops the ball in perfectly in single coverage, and Westbrook drops the ball. Look, here's what's important to get from all this. The Titans wanted Minshew to beat him with his arm. They came out and said, we are going to stack the box. We're going to blitz you. We're going to play cover one. We're going to make you throw it over the top of us and beat us in man coverage. And that's exactly what Minshew does. So I'm excited to see what Denver does because Denver has a team that has some pride in their D-line. And although Vaughn Miller yet has a sack this year, I think they're going to try to do some of the same stuff. I think they're going to want Minshew to try to beat them with his arm, they're going to try to send pressure at Minshew. So Minshew's going to have another opportunity to get a three, even four touchdown game. If the receivers can catch the ball, you can't be having drops like D.D. Westbrook did. All right, guys, thanks for spending time with us on this mailbag. I know I didn't get to any questions, but I will tomorrow. I'll hit your questions tomorrow. I just really wanted, I was really impressed with how John Filippo called this game and how Minshew managed it. So just want to hit to that real quick. Thank you guys so much for listening. Again, make sure to hit us up on social media. Uh, we're going to have a whole mailbag question episode tomorrow. So get all your questions in via either Instagram or Twitter or wherever it is. Thank you guys so much for listening. And as always, go Jags. Thank <laughs> you.